Howdy! Pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome everybody to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, talk about it all the time, and I'm excited to bring it to Dr. Andy's World. Um, but a little bit before we begin, I know I haven't even told you the topic yet. Um, let me tell you just a little bit about me um, and how I came to be here this afternoon with you. Um, I have been in practice. Um, I play with animals every day, all day, um, mostly dogs, um, as an animal chiropractor. I've listened so, to so many stories, day in and day out, um, of my clients that are just blindly following their veterinarian's advice, and they're, and they're watching their animal's health and vitality continue to fade. Um, and so each visit, I tried to provide as much other information as I possibly could. Um, and it was never enough, and I was frustrated, I was exhausted, I was getting fed up. Um, but I didn't want to give up getting this information out into the world and empowering you to know what you know about your animal. So here is Dr. Uninspired Choices Network, and we're sending all this information around the world. How's it get even better than that? Okay. Um, I, well, first, I got to say, some days I'm really grateful that it's radio. Well, actually, most Friday afternoons, I'm really grateful for radio, but today, I'm really excited about this show, and I got my hair done. So you know, probably on fire today, so I'm just warning you. Just, that, that's, the war that's the show warning for today. Um, and today, we are going to talk about, would you feed a horse a steak? And I'm not quite sure if the title would actually be interesting to anybody, but I'm going to explain where that came from. But today, we are going to... Would you feed a horse a steak? Of course not. Um, I'm planet in this reality. Um, we know horses graze on grass. They eat hay. Um, maybe they get some oats and some beet pulp. Um, I actually have no idea how to feed a horse, so we're not going to be talking about horses. I know it was in the title. Um, but you don't feed a horse a steak, but why do we then feed cereal to our dogs and our cats? every single day for their entire lifetime. Ah, um, So dog is designed to eat meat, and yet we go against our knowing every single day by feeding kibble. Um, do we choose convenience over consciousness every time we dump that cup of kibble into our pet's bowl? So we are going to talk about feeding raw to our dogs and cats. And like I said, I don't actually know how to feed a horse. Um, maybe that will be in a later show with someone who knows. And we'll go from there. But if you'd want to join me on the show today, you've got questions, you've been looking at this, you've been thinking about it, would like some more information specific to with you, you can join us in the chat room. And that's so easy. You just go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. And on the homepage along the top, it says chat room, and follow the directions. Um, and you'll, you're there. And you're behind the scenes. Um, you can see it, what my producer and I are chatting about, um, what other questions other participants are commenting and questioning, and you don't have to go on the air. Now, for the rest of you that don't mind speaking up and being heard, you can call in, and we can have a chat. And this is 815-880-8255, and 613-800-8736. Or you can use Skype at Inspires Network, and you can always get a hold of me at a later time at accessdrandy.com. Okay. Um, as a, I will try and do this as linear as possible, but no promises, but I will try. Um, as a humanoid, there might be some bouncing around, and what's it going to take for you guys to follow me wherever I may go on this topic? And everything that doesn't allow that to occur with total ease, joy, and glory, can we create destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, online, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay. That is the clearing statement from Access Consciousness. If you want more information about that, because this is your first time tuning in and you have no idea what just came out of my mouth, go to theclearingstatement.com, and Dr. Dane will explain that to you. And the glorious thing about 
tool is you don't even have to know what it is and it'll work. And it's about, and it's scrubbing out where we put stuff in place that limits our life and living. So it's a little bit of a magic wand. Okay, so the title, Would You Feed a Horse? A Stick. Came from, I had um, a client come in, um, chocolate lab, very, very, very itchy. Um, and they've been trying this kibble with this particular protein. So when I say that, I mean it's either a chicken, it's a beef, it's a lamb. Um, multiple proteins mean there's more than that in there. And you might, after the show, what's it going to be inspired to go read the ingredients on your bag of kibble that you're buying? If no else comes to the show, like you think, oh, this is hogwash, it's ridiculous, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't you. If nothing and all of that brings up in your world, king and great story at all, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all mine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Nothing else comes out of the show. Go read the ingredients on your bag of kibble. See what's in there. Know what you're feeding your dog in that bag of kibble. What's it going to take? Okay. So about the title. So this chocolate lab comes in, itchy, itchy dog, working with her veterinarian, trying this protein and that protein, changing kibbles, nothing is changing. Um, they put her on a medication called Apoquel, which worked like a charm. And then mom asked a question and went and looked up how Apoquel works in the body and decided that the dog's not taking that anymore. It actually, Apoquel shuts down the histamines, you have, let's see if I can do this really simple and really quick. You have your hum, entire immune system stages of that immune system, right? Well, it shuts down the histamines are always running through the body, scavenging up cancer cells. It shuts those down. It also shuts down the histamines that make dogs itchy. So the drug works really, really well. And most of the time it's cancer causing. So again, ask a question. Go get some information for yourself. The medication's called Apoquil. So mom went and looked at that. Okay, coming off that drug. Pulls the dog off the drug. Awesome. Fitchy <clears throat> again. And she's trying this and she's trying this. And then her veterinarian recommended um, Royal Canin makes a brand called Altamino. And the only meat somewhat product in the food is called hydrolyzed poultry byproduct aggregate. So I looked at that was yesterday. That's actually just feathers from the chicken. No shit. <laughs> so there's no meat. First ingredient corn, second meeting meat, second poultry byproduct aggregate, which is feather meal. And the hydrolyzed portion of that is um actually so monosodium glutamate. It's actually MSG that's mixed in there. So not only are you not going to get any meat, you're feeding it a neurotoxin along with corn that has been sprayed with um, Roundup from Monsanto. So that's just the first two ingredients. I didn't even go past that. And um, so we discussed this, and I looked at her, and I go, this is the line in the sand. have to choose for your animal. Are you going to continue with kibble, which has not been working, or are you going to take that leap into cooked or raw food, like real food? She's like, but my vet said. I'm like, yes, and how has that been working for you? I, mean, I will hold your hand, but you're going to have to choose. And so the moral of that story and how that worked out, she actually did some cooked turkey and green beans for a couple of weeks, got onto raw food, and at last I heard the dog was doing well. So um, if you go find my Facebook page, Dr. Andy Harper, and sign up. Um, we'll ask you for um, your email and you'll get in the membership emails. And I will include that food and that ingredient list in that email. So if you want more information on that and take a good look at that, that'll be in the email. Well, we're going to, that's, so I asked her, I go, would you feed a horse a steak? And she's like, what? She didn't even, on, didn't even get it, right? Like, why, what? But we feed unconsciously our dogs cereal. And it's not like, okay, I had some Oreos yesterday. Oh, when I was training the But every single day. And so we're going to go over a little bit more of that. First, we're going to start with teeth. And this 
actually, should I should have said, is I'm not going to tell you step by step how to feed raw. I just want to give you a glimpse into maybe looking at it. And that might be in the future, or we can get on the phone separately and do a little consult, and I can hold your hand through that. Back to teeth. What kind of teeth does your dog and your cat have? They have really pointy teeth meant for tearing and swallowing. How many times have you said or heard your friends say or whatever, my dog just gulps their food? Yes, they're actually designed to gulp their food. <laughs> they have teeth meant for tearing and swallowing. They have enzymes in their mouth designed for tearing and swallowing, meaning they actually don't have the amylase that helps digest carbohydrates. They originally designed not to eat carbohydrates. They are designed to eat meat and some vegetables. Horses, right? They sit around grazing all day. What do they have? Really fat, not fat, yeah, they're kind of fat, flat teeth, right? They're herbivores. They grind, they mush, you know, they, they chew their food. So those tearing, those pointy canines, all those pointy teeth, carnivores, right? We've seen lions, right? Hello. We've seen wolves. Um, but let's go to that amylase. When we eat mashed potatoes and you keep it in your you keep that in your mouth, those potatoes will start to melt, right? They kind of start breaking down. This potato is really high, really high carbohydrate because we have amylase in our mouth. Our digestion process for carbohydrates starts in the mouth. Starts in the mouth. Dogs don't have that. So is 30 to 50 and sometimes as high as 60% carbohydrate. So when they are chewing their kibble, which if they're not, that's fine. <laughs> they actually are okay just gulping down their food. Um, and we can get into maybe slowing them down depending on blah, blah, blah. But if they're not chewing, they're not designed to chew. They are going to a little bit, right? Um, but that kibble, like who's heard, um, we got to feed them kibble to help with their teeth health, their dental health, right? Keeps their teeth healthy, helps break off that teeth. Yep, that's actually complete bullshit. Um, when that carbohydrate, if they chew their food, gets stuck on their teeth, they have no enzymes to help break that off. It actually rots their teeth faster. So A, you don't need kibble for their dental health. And then, and if you, dental health, give them a bone to actually chew on and gnaw on. That'll help get the plaque off. Um, so they do not need um, kibble to keep their teeth healthy. Um, so that, and because they don't even start the digestion in their mouth. They do actually, their pancreas does actually um, produce amylase, so there is some carbohydrate digestion in the gut. And because they've lived with us so long with domestication, they have a little bit more of the capacity to digest more carbohydrates. Mostly because they've had to because we've fed kibble for so long or they've participated in our diet for so long. So as much as they are like 99% compatible or they have the same DNA as wolves, they have evolved a little differently because they've lived with us in, you know, in our homes, um, in our camp for so long that their diet has changed a little bit and their guts have changed a little bit. So they can handle some carbohydrates. Um, and their pancreas does um, secrete amylase. So there is some carbohydrate digestion in the gut. It just doesn't start in the mouth. So we started with kibble. Um, their carb that carbohydrate level is between 30 and 50%. Um, and it has to be that way because that's how we eat. So we're going to take a break there. We're going to do that real quick, come back, and we're going to talk more about consciously feeding your carnivores at home. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. 
If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I am Dr. Andy here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. And if you do have a burning question or would just like to join in the conversation, we do make it easy here on Inspired Choices Network. All you need to do is call in in the U.S., 815-880-8255, or in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Again, head over to this book, um, and actually the link's in, in the chat room here. Um, my page, Dr. Andy Harper, sign up button, hit that. Um, we have a free membership. Um, and we're really working on getting more information during the week out to you. Um, there is a follow-up email. There will be um, additional information on that. Um, it is free, um, but we do need your email. So if you don't mind joining us, that would be awesome. So today, would you feed a horse's steak? We're going to go over raw feeding. Um, and everywhere where you love raw feeding, can we destroy it on that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and man's, and everywhere, you hate it. Um, it's stupid. It's expensive. Can we destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And everywhere you're in between, where you are aware of the energy of that dead kibble that you throw in the bowl every morning, and what is really possible um, for feeding your carnivores, dogs and your cats. That's what we're talking about today. So um, I changed over to feeding my pack raw eight years ago. And I tell clients, it took me a year and a half to do it because I had requirements. It was going to have to be easy. And I had to learn how to do it. So that meant asking a lot of questions. I had to find a source that was going to be reasonably priced because I had so many in my pack. And at the time, I think we had four or five dogs. Um, I don't remember the timeline exactly. Um, and a couple of them were big dogs. Um, and I didn't have a lot of time. And so it took me a year and a half to finally get rid of that, you know, really, because that kibble in the pantry, right? Like, oh, it was your backup, right? You forgot to defrost that food or this. You could throw it in the bowl. You were good. Um, I haven't had backup in eight years. Like, if there's no meat in the house, I'm going to meat. Uh, and, and it actually makes me happy to do that. Um, like, it, it, the, the energetic alignment that is just huge with what, um, quote-unquote, they're supposed to be eating. Um, and so I choose to do this. So all about choice around here, right? So I just want you the information. And like I said before break, if nothing, I'll read those ingredients on the kibble. Know what you're feeding. Um, so carbohydrate levels in kibble. The, the way they make kibble, 
and I'm simplifying this, is they have to have a filler, right? They have to have a grain or they have to have a no grain, a potato, a pea, or something like that because they have to stick it all together like making a cookie, like making cereal. Meat does better without a filler, okay? So all kibble is 30 to 50% carbohydrate, grain or no grain. Doesn't matter, grain-free. Um, when clients come in, they're like, oh, I feed a really good grain-free kibble. And I need to take a picture of probably the face of me, like, oh, goody. Um, I, my interesting point of view there is no good kibble. Um, and if they ask me a question, we have this conversation. If they don't ask me a question, we don't have this conversation. Uh, so if you're going to continue to feed kibble, um, you're, you're happy with that. It works for you. Awesome. Um, you need to soak it for 12 hours. It needs to be mush. Especially here in Colorado, it may be different in other states or other parts of the world where it's not as dry. But kibble is dehydrating soon as they take a bite. So if we could help them out with the moisture level by soaking it for 12 hours. So at night, put the kibble in the bowl, put water over it, let it sit. Um, and it's going to make a world of difference for your for your dogs. I don't know about kitties. I don't know if they'll eat that. Um, we may have to do a whole show on kitties, but they are obligate carnivores. They don't need any vegetables. They don't need any carbohydrates. And actually, carbohydrates in kitties um, essentially kill them. Um, that's why uh, diabetes is so high. It's why thyroid issues, usually hyperthyroidism, is high. It's why they are in kidney failure at the end of their lives is the kibble. And getting them off a of kibble is can be almost impossible because they get addicted to the sugar. And they do not have one of the enzymes to regulate their blood glucose. And so if you leave dry food out all day, their glucose is high all day, which will cause diabetes later in life. And everything that is times a gazillion can create straight off. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Um, if, if you can get them off the kibble onto just canned, please do. The moisture alone. And canned? Okay, meat quality, we could go into in another show. Um, meat quality in any of the kibbles, canned or canned, kib, canned or kibbles is abysmal at best. Um, and we can go into that another time. But when you get canned meat, you're at un, you're, come on, Andy, let's do this. You have, um, about 10% carbohydrate versus 30 to 50% in kibble. So canned has so much more meat in it and is so much better for dogs and especially for the cats. When my kittens came in, the kibble went out the door. They got raw food. So they don't know any different. That's what they eat. Um, and they eat twice a day just with the dogs. Um, I don't have cats waking me up. I don't have cats puking. I have two cats, and I clean up vomit hmm, four times. Um, how often do you clean up vomit um, in your house with your kibble-fed cat? And actually what occurs, I'm getting a little off topic. Well, not really, but... Um, Kibble-fed cats have more dander. They do more grooming. Um, they so they ingest more hair. So, but when they're eating kibble, their digestion doesn't work as well, so they cannot digest that hair very well. So they do more vomiting. Um, mine don't do a lot of grooming. When they do, they can actually digest their hair because they are eating meat, and the pH in their gut is correct, and they can um, actually digest that hair. So they're not vomiting up. Um, and yes, they can puke with certain foods more than others, um, and that could be a sensitivity of sorts. Okay. Let's see, where do we wanna go? Mm -hmm. Let's go back to kibble for a second. So like I mentioned about the feather meal, when you see hydrolyzed proteins, they are being touted in the veterinary lines as kind of a pre-digestion so your um, with allergies can eat them 
and it doesn't bother them as much. But the hydrolyzed proteins is actually another word for monosodium glutamate, MSG, which is, an, is a known neurotoxin. So it's processed in the meat. So let's say your dog is allergic to chicken. You figured this out, can't eat anything with chicken in it, gets sick, whatever that may be. And that may be diarrhea, that may be vomiting, that may be red skin, that may be itchy. Um, the gut's involved in all of that. So you get a sensitive food prescription from your veterinarian. It's not actually a prescription, but you got it at the vet's office. And it's a hydrolyzed protein. Well, Yes, it's chicken, make your MSG to partially digest it so you're tricking the body into eating a food that it actually has sensitivity to. How's that going to turn out? What's that going to create later in life? And who are you'd rather be unconscious to all this? Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. Um, let's talk about vet formulas really quick. Because um, that is where a lot of people end up when they're having issues with their animal, right? They're itchy, they're red, they're yeasty, they're, um, you know, they have diarrhea, chronic diarrhea, they, they vomit a lot. You know, whatever all of that is, they end up at the vet, correct? Um, and we try some medication and that helps um, and you decide the food is the problem. Never decide the food is the problem. Can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So what if none of it's a problem? It's your animal giving information. And everybody never looked at it that way. Can we destroy and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And so they give you a bag of very expensive kibble that should solve everything you've decided is a problem with your animal. And they talk to you about how the protein in the food is the issue. And again, that protein is a chicken, it's a beef, it's a lamb, it's a turkey, it's a mix of. Um, that's why if you're having any hind issues, getting as few ingredients in stuff is helpful for maybe identifying what could be an issue with your animal. So get to a food that only has one meat source. And that requires reading those ingredients again. Is there fish oil in there? That's a different protein source. Um, you know, is it grain-free? Is it not? Um, what is in your food? Um, and the vet formula, and you, you take that home. And it works or it doesn't work. That's neither here nor there. But what I want to talk about real quick is these vet formulas. They're really, really expensive. And they're made by Royal Canaan, they're made by Hills, and they're made by Purina. Um, is Purina actually getting a completely different of ingredients just to make those vet lines? Or do you think they're using the same meat they're using in all the other products that are on the sh your grocery store shelves? Everywhere you've never looked at that before can be uncreated straight all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, ambient. Do you think all of their grains are coming from a special organic farm for those vet lines and it and it's going to be different than the grain that's going into those grocery lines it's not they are using the same ingredients in those vet lines and charging you a lot more money so go to your grocery store go to your pet smart your pet co and look at if you have one of those veterinary lines or um, pantry look at that compare the ingredients they're almost identical I had a client, the vet put them on. Karina has a senior dog vet line food product. I don't know what it was called, but it, it had, um, it was for cognitive. It was an old dog having trouble, you know, sleeping through the night and getting around and thinking through things. And, and I looked up, Karina had another brand that you could actually buy off of Chewy's or PetSmart. And the vet line, the one that was, you know, some odd dollars for 20 some dollars, you know, pound, 20 few dollars, 20 few, 20 few pounds. Um, the one that you could buy at Petco for a fraction of that cost, the one at Petco had no grains. The vet line had corn in it. Um, huh? What? 
So I'm going to say it again. Go look at the ingredients on your bag. Go see what's in there. Go see what the first ingredient is. Go see if it has real meat in it and if it actually is labeled as poultry, as beef. Because if it just says meat, it's a mix of all of them. And that gets even uglier. All right. I guess a break again. I, I'm on my little soapbox today. Um, you, <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. I'm here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, or you can catch me any other day or time that works for you. So all over the Internet, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, Google, SoundCloud. What the heck? Is that what that one's called? Crap. Anyway, over to Inspired Choices Network. All of my shows are there, and check out my producer SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> awesome! And you can check out all the other shows that we've got going on over at Inspired Choices Network. Um, head over to Facebook too. I know, gosh, lots of tasks around this joint, huh? Um, find me, Dr. Andy Harper, and sign up for the free membership, and you'll get follow-up information. You'll get reminders about shows. You'll get additional information, and we would love to have you join us. Um, we are talking about would you feed a horse a steak today, which raw feeding or consciously feeding um, your dogs and cats. Um, we generally just dump um, a cup of cereal in their bowl every day and think we're being, um, oh, and patting ourselves on the back for feeding our dogs and cats. Um, and what else is possible that you've never even considered with that? Um, weird things. Um, one quote that I came across is high quality will always cost you more, but low quality will not always cost less. So lines, find, look up the brand that you're buying. It's it's either Royal Canaan, it's Hills, or it's Purina. They're the only three that have them. And look and see if they have something similar that's not from your vet. And I almost guarantee you're going to pay and you're going to get very similar ingredients. So if nothing else, go and start reading ingredients. Start knowing what you're feeding your animals. Um, look up some of those words. Like I did hydrolyzed poultry byproduct aggregate was yesterday. So I Googled it. it turns out it's just feathers from a bird. 
uh, mixed with empty, which is a known neurotoxin. But it's okay to spend a lot of money and feed that to your dog. <laughs> Everything that just brought up types of gasoline being created straight off. Right, wrong, good, back, all nine boys, shorts, and yes. So my, my fabulous produce, producer, Keisha, had a question in the chat room that was awesome. It was something about, I can't get back up there right now, um, the labeling and the packaging. And what I tell my clients is these pet food companies actually spend more money on the packaging than they do on the food inside. And I hate to tell you these things because that packaging is so important to keep the food from going in. And it's highly likely that most what comes in your bag is already mildly rancid, especially if there's fish oil. Fish oil is um, one of my... Um, New things that I, I just learned this, I don't know, maybe six months ago, I didn't know this, that fish bonds are so fragile. Any kind of heat or any kind of cold will break them. So pretty much any kind of fish oil is already rancid. So if you're feeding yourself, your dog, anything fish oil, no matter the brand, and I know there's some really good ones out there that do a great job of sourcing that fish, I get it. But if it sits in that semi out on the highway in the beating sun for three extra hours, it's probably rancid, and you're not going to know it. So just keep that in mind, and if there's any fish oil in your food, that food is probably rancid. If you're feeding any kind of fish kibble, it's probably already rancid. And if you're, okay, I'm on a roll. And if you are the one that buys the extra big kibble bag, pours it into a plastic bin, and takes you three months to eat it, by the time you get to the bottom of that bin, that food is bad. You need to leave it in the bag that it comes in. They spend a lot of money to make sure those bags are pretty, and they spend a lot of money to make sure those bags reduce the amount of that food the, that food going rancid on you. Keep it in the bag, and if you have only one little dog, buy a little bag of food, something they can eat in about a month. If you've got five five big dogs, Buy the big bag, but make sure it's all done in about a month. Um, I had a gal, I think she contacted me like 10 after. It was a regular client. He was adjusted. And she goes, I think you still having diarrhea from your adjustment. Yeah, no, that doesn't actually work that way. Um, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't. And he was actually, I think he was vomiting too, if I remember correctly. But he was sick. And I'm like, um, did you get a new bag of food? She's like. No. I go, are you at the end of an old bag of food? She's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, the food's probably bad. And this dog has been known to be very, um, I don't know if she threw out that food and got it. And the other side of that is if you bought a new bag, do you think manufacturers use the exact same ingredients every single time? Or the same supplier for those ingredients every single time? The answer is no. You have, you, they get corn from Iowa this time, and then they get corn from China the next time. It, it, whatever is the cheapest. Everything that brought up, times a godzillion, can you create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Um, so that's a lot of information there. Um, oh, and the one, one of the last big things about kibble that can be a really big deal that nobody thinks about is, okay, we cook it. We mush it all together and we cook it again and then we mush it all together and we cook it again and we mush, you know, and then we have these hard chunks of food that has been cooked to smithereens. So anything that's been added, like, oh, you get the joint formula with your glucosamine uh, um, in it. Yeah, there's, it's been cooked to death. There's nothing left in there. And all the vitamins that are listed on the bag have been sprayed onwards. And those are synthetic vitamins that the body cannot utilize the same as regular vitamins or a whole food. Um, and that's, that's easy. We know that a vitamin from eating an orange than just taking an ascorbic acid supplement. Um, we all know that. We, we, we've learned that. So they're just spraying on single vitamins, and they're, they are synthetic. The body doesn't really know what to do with them, and they all come from China. And that goes for all of our people vitamins, too. China has... Uh, the foothold in that part of the vitamin industry. And that's a, just so you know, piece of information that everything else can be made in the U.S. or everything else um, can come from Canada, but most likely what is sprayed on at the end is from China. And we don't always know where they're coming from in China. Um, 
think that was biggies on that that I wanted to make sure I got out to you guys. Um, so how I do raw, and we're back over the carbohydrate component of this. So vets are all worried about which protein your dog is sensitive to. It's most likely not the protein. It's most likely the fat you're at, let's just say, 40% carbohydrates. And dogs have a limited capacity to digest carbohydrates. And so when those carbohydrates are in the gut and the dog is trying its darndest to digest that, the gut can become inflamed. Um, and then you have uh, little excitotoxins, little toxins that also that inflame the gut even more. And then the body is out of kilter. Um, you have a pathogenic bacteria that tends to take over. And then the body's trying get that out, either through red, itchy skin or diarrhea. Um, and so I I call, I call bullshit on the protein is always the problem, which is why this veterinary back from the first segment recommend this Ultimino with no meat in it because their point of view, it has to be a protein issue. And the rumor was that Royal Canaan cleaned off all of the equipment before they made this food to make sure there was no other proteins in this food. A, I want to see that because I ain't buying that Royal Canaan's going to go through that. I don't know. I want proof. Um, and two, it's not the protein. It's the fact that they percent carbohydrates and dogs have a hard time digesting that. Um, and then once we got her off the kibble, on meat, one of the proteins that the dogs seem to be least itchy on, right? I mean, my man cannot eat beef. He has a true issue with beef. I know this. I know this because he pretty much gets meat and oil. We actually, any kind of vegetable for maybe more than three days inflames him. He cannot handle any kind of carbohydrate. That may mean the vegetables that you're adding if you are already raw feeding because those are carbohydrates. Um, there's a new thought out there of a keto diet, mostly meat and oil, which is mostly what my Doberman can handle. Um, and so if you're still struggling, um, pull the vegetables. You know, do vegetables two, three times a week instead of every day. See what occurs. If you're already, if you're already rough eating. Um, if you're feeding kibble, all you're willing to do is add on top. New research shows that if you add some cooked chicken, you add some vegetables on top of that kibble, it's going to make a world of difference. You're going to add some whole food products, you're going to add some moisture, and you're going to really change things. So if you're just not willing to get rid of all the kibble, cool. How's it getting better than that? But you are willing to add, even with, if you're eating that for dinner, if you're eating chicken and vegetables for dinner, add it. Even if those vegetables are cooked in butter. A little more fat generally is not an issue. Do not, like, cook them a bunch of bacon and give them all the bacon fat you can cause pancreatitis. Um, be aware, ask some questions on that. Um, so we talked about the vitamins, talked about kibble, and notice the theme, moisture, 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 which is huge here in Colorado. We have such a high percentage of kidney issues here because we are already so dry here. That may not be as big of an issue if you're in California, something where there's a lot more moisture and you're not at altitude. Um, I've heard through the grapevine that that can be more of an issue, which is then back to the gut biome. We still, it still links back around to the gut biome, how healthy it is, and too many carbohydrates for our carnivores, dog or cat. All right, last, I think this is our last break. I think that's where we are in the show. Um, we're going to go do that. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. 
Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255 Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. And we are coming to an end here real fast. I have so many more notes. I kind of figured I overfilled the show. So we'll have to come back and revisit this topic of would you feed a horse a steak and consciously feeding your cars. Um, again, go to Dr. Andy Harper. It's my Facebook page. Find me there. Sign up. Um, we do a free membership. You'll get additional information, emails, reminders about the show, all that jazz, and it's free. So I, I feed raw. I use what I call a co-op. Um, it's kind of like making drug deals in the parking lot. Um, there's Look around your area. You're going to have to ask some questions. You know, you're going to have to ask some friends if they know. There are these groups. There are these um, companies that you order your raw meat and you go meet a truck in the parking lot once a month, every other month. That's, at least in Denver area, we have this. And it drops the price considerably. Um, I do have four dogs and two cats. They are all fed raw. Um, I'm just going to put this out there for reference because I tell all my clients I spend between four and six hundred dollars a month. That is my choice. That is where I would like my money to go. I want to contribute to feeding them consciously. Um, and it doesn't go into medication and it doesn't go into vet visits and it doesn't go into um, fixing, sick do- fix- fixing sick dogs. Um, they're 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 all healthy. They all love to eat. We don't have any diarrhea. We have small little poops that don't smell. Oh my gosh, once you go raw and you see the poop, you'll be sold. There's hardly any smell and they're very little and it goes for the cat too. Um so you're gonna have to do some investigation in your area. Um I don't know I'm just in the industry, I just know about it. So you're going to have to ask some questions. You're going to have to ask Google, dig around. I call them co-ops. Um, Stephanie's in the chat room here, and she's like, people always give her a funny look when she tells them she has to go pick up her meat order, <laughs> which we do. We have, It's our weird conversations. Um, I don't, so that's what we do. Um, in one couple last things, I only I know I only have a few minutes. One of the big arguments that, and you could get a lot of grief from your vet, um, just be aware of that, Um, just be aware. One of their biggest things, raw feeding is not balanced and complete. Well, my counterpoint to that is, didn't Royal Canin get recalled for dumping in excessive amounts of vitamin D, synthetic vitamin D into the food that killed dogs? That's not balanced and complete. Um, were manufacturers so unaware of the taurine levels and how they interacted with grain-free foods that dogs were getting too little taurine that was actually causing heart problems. I don't know how balanced and complete that is. 
um, all the other recalls, all the other dog deaths from people, that's not really balanced and complete. So I think their argument is a bit flawed. Um, and what I actually wanted to get into was AFCO, FDA, and um, raw meat, right? Oh, my gosh. So many bacteria in raw meat. Um, if you handle the meat properly, like you handle your own meat, you're fine. And digestive systems are actually designed for raw meat. Um, and their pH is at a 1 if they're healthy, if they're raw fed. Um, and that is all <laughs> because of that I can go on and on and on about, which you've noticed I can go on and on and on about all of this. Um, in the membership email, they'll follow this show. Um, there'll be links to uh, classes if you actually want the this is how you do raw feeding that I've taken um, that have been extremely helpful. So you can check those out too if you really want the step-by-step -step of how to do this, um, if you're ready, if your animals are ready. Okay, I think that's it on that today. And of course, we'll re revisit the topic. I love talking about um, consciously feeding your carnivores. Next week on Dr. Andy's World, get your happy paws on. Um, what choice for happiness do you have available that if you made it would create a greater life, a reality for you, a greater reality for the animals, and a greater world for all of us? Um, so we're actually going to dive a little bit into access um, for tools from Access Consciousness. Um, what if you were happier? Would your animals be happier? Huh? Huh? So we're and actually March 20th is Happiness World Day. I think is what they're calling it. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about happy, and we're probably going to talk a little bit more about you than your animals. But you know, that's what we do here on Dr. Andy's World. We are all over the place. Um, how much more time do I have here? What else do I got? Any questions in the chat room? What's the hardest part about the show is timing the ending here, right? <laughs> um, so, Jay, would you feed a horse a steak? If anything else, go read those ingredients. Go Google what, what you're feeding your animals. Um, and if it works for you, Awesome. There's no right, there's no wrong, but what can you contribute to that that would also contribute to your animals? Um, and many of them will be just fine on kibble, and if that works for you, that works for you. No right or no wrong. Thank you so much for joining me today on Dr. Andy's World. Until next week, what is it you can choose today that will bring you and your animals happiness right away? Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals?